now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Turkey. You know what that means? I have a pretty good idea. I have a pretty good idea. That means the boys are raging at the page. That's what I was going to say. Let's go. Howie's sports page. I am Fred Slovan Nunley alongside me. Young Jake Cassio with us on the program. We'll let him talk some. Also joining us, Luke Markwith of Howie's sports page. Let's go, Luke. Always glad to be here, guys. Amarie making the show around at home. It is a full house. We're talking about 1990s hit comedic Friday night series Full House. So let's go, boys, round table. I can do it. I can do an hour and a half on this. That's okay. That's not the one. I didn't know they were twins until I was an adult. Isn't that crazy? I you thought th- it was just one yeah. human child. You thought her full name was a really long, with a really long name. Mary yes. Kate Ashley Olsen. Mary that's, Kate and Ashley Olsen. That's, that's a great name. Yeah, Kate Ashley is a yeah. dope yeah. middle Mary, name. Mary Kate Ashley. Mary Kate Ashley. That's it's a beautiful name. Tracks. Obviously, we had a big weekend in the world of sports. We will recap all of that. Also, Forrest Stolting will join us in about 10 minutes as this is the last homestand for the Albuquerque Isotopes this week. Okay, that is a weird one, right? Because it's going to be a fun banger week, but we're also very sad. We will kick off the program with some of the most exciting personal news I could possibly have. Boys, my father received a CT scan today, and he is in remission. Let's go. Got a a handful of treatments left and then a little bit of aftercare, but it looks as if uh, my father, against uh, some of the odds that they stacked against, he has uh, proven prevailing, and at least for the now. So I will say this to you, and I will say it in the most sincere way I possibly can. Um, follow the instruction of those who care for you. Do the right things. Take direction. Be poignant. Make an effort. Obviously, myself, Van, Luke, I know you're in on this. You're a little too young right now, Jake. But uh, we are in the works of setting up a, a very fun campaign on prostate health. We are in the works on setting up. Uh, all of us holding hand in hand in hand and getting uh, joint uh, joint oscopies. Let's go. Yeah, I don't think there's like a, a minimum age, but they look at you a little funny if you go in there at, at yeah. you know, 25. Jake, <laughs> Jake yeah. was like pleasure, not business. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing with he. Yeah, I got uh, like maybe like 10 years. It's not like the dispensaries where you have uh, medical and recreational. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh-huh. Jake, but, uh, you can't come in here with a spike collar. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Gag ball, too. (laughs) There's a fun start to the show, and thank you to everyone and all their kind wishes and all the following, and specifically those that uh, took the time to put my father into their thoughts, took the time to put my father into their prayers, if that is the thing that they do. Uh, Also, my phone is just going crazy all of a sudden, so that's a nice thing as well. But, yeah, that is is the update on today, so thank you um, to everyone for the support, specifically you guys while I was gone. You know what I mean? That's uh, you know I was gone from the program. I was helping my dad do some stuff, and and it's going the right way. So excellent. Boys are at Howie Sports page this past Saturday. We were at UNM, and it was a tough loss for the Lobos on the field. New Mexico State. They got a world of talent at quarterback. New Mexico State has got a coach that knows what he's doing scheme wise. He knows how to make adjustments at halftime. He set his team up for success. Kill was the man for one day. I mean, yeah, I didn't realize until I heard the stat that he's in the top 10 winningest active coaches in college football right now. 
How many wins does he have? I didn't hear the exact number, but the fact that he was in the top ten for for active coaches, yeah, was uh, was surprising to me. But that's it's a war of attrition, really. Yeah. he's been around for a minute. He's been around. Yeah, he won. You know, he's got a program that you know won a bunch of games last year, got into a bowl on a waiver, and that yeah. was a cool thing. And beat who they beat Bowling Green. Jog my memory if that's wrong. You know, but did get yeah, did get a bowl win, and and that's a big deal for they and Bowling Green win. Boys. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can easily recall the last time UNM lost two in a row to State in football. I, I I don't know. It's always been back and forth. It hasn't. It's been seven to three. It's yeah. been seven wins UNM oh, to three wow. wins New Mexico State for the history of the rivalry. Yeah, we've got a regular that played for the Lobos in four years and said that he never lost to the Aggies in his four years. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, it's you know, there's been definite stretches of dominance. Well, and it, you know, and it's a surprising one. It's a tough one because um, I know the four of us here and Amory back at the studio and probably a lot of the friends of the show listening, and I apologize as I'm railroading boys. I, I got a lot of excitement in my life right now. But we all we all bought into D-Hop. We all thought Dylan Hopkins was the guy. You know, sure. we looked at, hey, well, I, I think we still think he's the guy. I do. Didn't, I trusted that UAB connection. Yeah. yeah. Didn't look like the connection this past week when then he was wide receivers. Didn't like the connection this past weekend with the flow of the offense. You know, and some special teams obviously were an issue, and they got real weird after the game, which we'll talk about that too with some content and, and comments from Danny Gonzalez. But, boys, I felt for the first time in my UNM fandom, heartbreak. I was as disappointed as I have been with a UNM team. Yeah, they seemed to lose a lot of steam when Wysong got hurt and went out of the game, and it just kind of seemed to deflate a lot of things because they, they, the offense was kind of moving early, but it just... The, fr- the friends of the show know this is a big Coach G house. Sure. We are very supportive of Coach Danny and uh, everything that he does for the young men that he coaches and the community and surrounding areas of Albuquerque could not have a better dude at the helm. With that being said, I think our hero was outcoached on Saturday. The Lobos came out and dominated the beginning of the game, and it seems like Coach Kill made the right adjustments, and they just cruised for the last three quarters. Yeah, we really didn't put up much of a fight in that game. I mean, it seems like the Lobos' offensive scheme was just to run the ball as much as possible with no effective O-line help there. And, I mean, we had a chance for a split second, and it was wasted. And Danny G, I think, got outcoached for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing. You go into a game with with the game plan ideally, but – it's the adjustments is mm-hmm. where the coaches separate themselves. It's the adjustments they can make as the game's unfolding that well, make you know, the difference. Lastly, on that, you get some big plays, you move the ball, but you don't finish where in the red zone. You don't finish at the end of drives. You get some costly no. turnovers. Special teams don't look the part you need them to look. And you start breaking every down on the field, and you go, not every aspect of this game is Danny Gonzalez's fault. I get that he's the head coach. I'm not confused mm-hmm. about that. Sure. I'm looking at the athletes on the field, and I'm going, do you, do you need extra motivation right now? Do you need to be reminded who's on the other sideline? Do you need to be reminded whose band had to pay $20 to get in here per head? Sure. Like, do you need that? Because Van and I were staying at the entrance. We're cutting up with, before the game, no name dropping here, but we're cutting up with Terrence Mathis. We're hanging out before the game, and we're just, we're really enjoying the vibe. Yeah. You know, we are doing this move, though. We're doing the double take, like, uh, like where you, take, you put your hands in the fist and you rub in front of your eyes to make sure you can see. We didn't see any fans in the stands. The kickoff to the game is right. starting. There are no fans in the stands. And we're getting calls from friends, like shoot friends, like real-life friends. They're like, hey, dog outside. I haven't, stuck. I'm stuck yeah, out here. I haven't moved from this. What, what were they saying? I have, uh, parking curbs? I yeah, I haven't got past the distance of this parking curb in an hour. What? 
haven't what you and him haven't moved in 20 30 minutes can you help get me in like a lot of texts a lot of calls like hey how did you guys get in? Yeah, well, well we have magic passes. Yes, we have magic yeah, we passes. Have magic passes. <laughs> but like, it's, well, it's like, what, which, what's the best entrance? Like, should I go somewhere else? Like, where do I go? Yeah. Like, we got these legitimate questions all the way into the second quarter. One hours. I left at halftime because I wanted to get home. Why? Because I wanted to listen to Jeff Simbiata to make the call. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a close personal friend. Love him here at the station. Boys help boys. Boys celebrate boys. Sure. So as I'm trying to make my home an hour into the game, there are still people waiting to get inside of the game. UNM, hear me out. Hear me out, UNM. And I know, Amory, like, I know you are familiar with big events. I know you're going to tell me this happens sometimes. I know you grew up here. Not just UNM, the city of Albuquerque, the police department, every single entity involved. Help me understand how you can't push just shy of 30,000 people into a stadium that will hold 39,000 people. Help me understand where the problem is. And, and their, their last number was, what, 27,000 and some change? Just under, yeah. What number do we expect were turned away? That got frustrated to wait in line. It didn't come in. Oh, went down to 377? Sure. Yeah, went down to Buffalo Wild Wings? Sure. Went down to Dion's? Sure. Went down to, I just keep naming places. <laughs> Sorry to run over you on this one, Jake. No, you're good. But I'm getting fired up because our silver and red, our Lobos, they deserve to have packed stands to start this thing. And we said it all week. We said show up. We said go in early. We said get there. Figure it out. Van and I are walking up an hour before the game. We're walking up an hour before the game. Two hours before the game, fans in line, DCC dub, DC. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Celebrate wrestling. I like that. These are the fans that listen. You know, I know they listen. They're chained about my wrestling thing. Where are the rest of these fans? Also, where's the police presence I was told was here? Where are the 1,600 officers, the number I heard? I don't know how factual that is, that were going to be around. Moving traffic, moving parking, moving people, helping with security checks. Guys, I was losing my mind on this how Lobo fan wasn't able to celebrate the Lobo football team. Was that gate where the student section, like, tailgate goes on, was that open? Go fish. Yeah. Because that's that's the best way to get into Lobo games is on the field by the grass right there at the student section where the tailgate used to be at least. I mean, from my knowledge base, every gate was open, and every gate was just out to the parking lot, just human after human after human. I don't know what I don't know. Here's what I do know. You have this event once every two years. You have this event where you know you're going to bring more attention and more attraction than you've ever brought. And I don't know what the relationships are, and I can't tell you. But right across the street, you got the Albuquerque Isotopes, who multiple times a summer put over 10,000 people in that stadium. You have the New Mexico United, who multiple times a summer put over 10,000 people in that stadium. You have a ton of talent and resources in the area. And I'm not just talking about UNM. I'm talking about the police. I'm talking about the city of Albuquerque resident and Lobo fan. Learn how to function at a huge event. How many people do we see running back to cars before kickoff van? How many people did we see taking purses back to cars because it's clear bag policy? Like, is this all brand new to you? Because the conversation I've had all day long is about the event, not the game. And it should have been about the game. It should have been about native quarterbacks from the city of Albuquerque beating up on the city of Albuquerque's football team because he went down to the southern part of the state. Wasn't happening. Disappointed. I think Albuquerque doesn't know how to handle football because we handle basketball brilliantly. When the state, when the pit sold out, 
I've never seen lines for people waiting to get in. Mm -hmm. Everybody, it's way more efficient. I mean, there's probably a lot more doors and gates to get through at the pit. But you're talking about 18,000. I mean, that's a... I guess that's even a high number, right? They don't put 18,000 in there. No, it's 16? 15 and change yeah. now. I mean, you're talking about half. Yeah, half. I mean, maybe that's the number we admit we can handle here as a city. And again, not specifically UNM. I've never seen an event that gets out where the police just disappear. Like, you cannot, with University and Cesar Chavez, not have people paying attention to the lights. Yeah. Like, we have to have people directing. We have to have... The person, you can't yell at a parking attendant because they won't let you in. You put a police officer right there, and the police officer says, all the way down to Gibson, bro, don't care. Like, that's what you have to have here. Yeah. Why doesn't that exist? Why aren't we prepared? I mean, we said it on this program all week that, hey, show up early. There's going to be all 30,000, 40,000 people there. Show up early, go into the game early. And there were a huge number of people lined up who did indeed go into the game early, but it was go time when everyone started showing up 30 minutes before kickoff, all the way up until kickoff, and then like you said earlier, all the way an hour past kickoff. What is the big disconnect with the logistics of that? Mm. That's that's your job to get people into the stadium so they could cheer for the home team and spend all their money in your concession stands. Sure, and that second part, that's ancillary, but I'm in on that. You know, to me, it's about the kids. You know, it's the student-athletes. It's about the Fans in this town who have forever supported the Lobos. Yeah. Like, they get to for that student section in the second half. I'm watching the broadcast with Justin Bietta. They're putting the camera on that, on that screen, the Mountain West broadcast. I've never seen the student section since moved to that location be that full. I've never seen it. Oh, now I'm seeing it. Yeah. Why well, wasn't there at the opening kickoff? And maybe, again, maybe it's the fan base. Maybe Lobo fan doesn't know. Maybe they all errantly, ignorantly, Tried to walk up to the door at 5.30. Don't work. Cannot get in. Will not get in. Does not function that way. Fired up was I. Tough loss, too. Super tough loss. I had the feeling the game was just going to turn around at any moment. Because the crowd kept getting engaged once they all finally got in. They kept getting engaged. The excitement was there. But they just never turned that corner. They never had that streak of good plays. Mm-hmm. You know, Dylan would pop one over the middle, or, you know, Bill would get a little 10, 15-yard run. You could hear it in That's the crowd. That's a talented dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they got, they got some players. They got some players in skill positions that they haven't had for a long time. But that stretch of plays in a row, those drives, those long, sustained drives, just weren't there. And then on the other side of the ball, the Aggies made – the right adjustments, and they would pop off a long play every once in a while. They didn't even need those long drives because yeah, the big play was there. Yeah. Do you guys think that Lobo fan learns from this one? Do you think two years from now when we host this game again? Because we're not going to get a draw like this again. It's not going to be a draw like this in that stadium for, the number one, the remainder of this season. Won't happen next season. This game's down in Las Cruces. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say – I wouldn't count Lobo fans out, and I wouldn't count – the Lobo team out, and I will never count Coach G out. Right. But this was the one for the momentum. This is the one that you carry that momentum throughout the rest of the season and you build upon it, and they couldn't get this one done on the field, off the field, or in the parking lot. Let's do this before we go to break. We're going to bring in our very good friend and media relations specialist for your Albuquerque Isotopes, Forrest Stolting, and he's going to tell us about the last week 
of Albuquerque Isotopes Baseball. They have festivities every single night, and we are going to bring a very happy that they're doing it and a very sad that it's the end energy to it. Sure. Forrest Stolting, welcome to the program, brother. What's going on, good, guys? Forrest. Great to be here, man. Okay, so there's no game tonight. Nope. You guys needed a full day to prep for the big week. 100%. Talk to, talk to us about tomorrow. Send us all the way through Sunday. Absolutely, man. So Tuesday night to kick us off, we have our kindness night. Uh, thanks to the Jennifer Rorden Foundation. Uh, we'll have our kindness moment in the middle of the sixth inning uh, where each fan, player, coach, umpire will hold up their, their kindness placard with their, nice. their kindness pledge, you know, because being kind is cool these days. Come on sure. now. Sure. Agree. When has it not been? 100%. Wednesday is our Native American night with all kinds of special events going on with that. We have someone singing the national anthem in both Navajo and in English. We have all kinds of authentic dancers. We have some educational booths on the concourse. Um, so it's going to be really fun and educational night to learn something new out there. Then Thursday, Van's favorite day, yeah. matinee at the ballpark, play some hooky at 11.05 first pitch. And then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is our fan appreciation weekend. we got fireworks Friday and Saturday. We'll be giving out prizes all weekend. Then the big shebang on Sunday, our mariachis game with a mariachis jersey giveaway to the first 3,000 fans in attendance. And these jerseys are, quote-unquote, fire. So you better get the early in the a.m. if you want to snag one. Fire, they said. Okay. That's, a, um, okay. That's what the kids are saying these days, I believe. Maybe <laughs> a few years ago, I don't know. I can't keep up. Yeah, I mean, I'm in on that. So <laughs> is it, is it, there's plenty of tickets available. There's no sort of, like, special hoops to jump through. Like, make sure, like, what's the easiest way to access this access that you're talking about? For sure. abqistopes.com. You can snag them there or go to our the RGCU field box office opens daily at 10 o'clock. Forrest Stolting, thank you so very much, brother. Thank you, Fred. I love y'all. What a good dude. What a good dude. Too. Hey, Marie, pay the bills. Where we get back, more from Howie Sports Bates. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back live on the program, back live from Howie Sports Page. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's two Monday Night Football games tonight. Is that right, Luke? There are two games tonight, 5-15 and 6-15. Pull that microphone right up to your mouth. So let me get this straight. The Glizzies start at what time? Oh, they're they're being grilled right now. They'll be out within the next 10 minutes. Oh, God. So on this very program, two men on, live from Howie Sports Page, the intersection of Montgomery and Tramway. I'm going to be guzzling Glizzies on air? A radio first here. Freddy Glizzy Go- Gobbler. Freddy Gizzy Gobbler Gobbler Guzzly? <laughs> what? Who? We got two games next week, too, so. What? Yeah. God, dude, we're living in the future. (laughs) We're just living our best lives. Saints, Panthers, 515. Let's go. Brown, Steelers, 615. Big big Steeler contingent comes here, too, right? We got a pretty decent number of Steelers fans, yeah. Well, none of them are decent. Let's be real honest. (laughs) Let's say it the way it is. A large number of... Steelers physically team. large they're all in terrible physical health yes every single one of them they've chosen this life the steelers fans i know yes. are in great shape are they yeah what shape is that football shape yep <laughs> yes sir the only shape that exists i have always maintained round is a shape that is an absolute <laughs> literally a shape we're gonna obviously jump into the nfl at length but before we do that we have to talk about the best game of the weekend and that is Deion sanders versus the world Deion sanders head coach Coach Prime, who's getting opposing coaches to cut WWE-style promos against him about his hat and glasses. Coach Deion Sanders, 
who sold, is this number real, a million dollars worth of sunglasses? 1.8. 1.8 milli in sunglasses? And now the number's up to 4.5 as of today. Four and a half milli in sunglasses? He's him. He is him. Has there been a dude in the history of our adult lives? We're all near the same age, not you, Jake, you're a joke. <laughs> the four of us, including A. Murray, are all near the same age. Name me an athlete who has been more influential, maybe Tom Brady, who's been more influential over the run of Deion Sanders in the spotlight than Deion Sanders in the spotlight from the Atlanta Falcons in the early 90s. Forget that, Florida State. Yeah. All the way up until today's. There's not a guy. Well, yeah, between the Cowboys and the Niners, it seems like the late 90s, wherever he went, that team won the championship for, like, years in a row. (laughs) He won a few with the Cowboys, a few with the Niners. He's unreal. One yeah. with the Braves. Well, yeah, he was, yeah. yeah. He played in a World Series. They didn't win that one, no. but he played in a World Series. I think that's my oldest off-the-field sports memory is Deion Sanders and Tim McCarver. I think oh, that's yeah. my oldest off-the-field sports. That's my thing. And he's been doing it for – and then he was on TV for a dozen years. Well, sure. yeah, I just remember in, like, 91 when the Braves were in that postseason run, the first one of their of their stretch, that he would helicopter from – Falcons practice yeah. so sweet. to Fulton County Stadium, get yeah. dropped off in the parking lot just in time for game time to get out there and play baseball that night. Get an infield single, steal two bases, and score. Yeah. Well, Every they asked him uh, this weekend what was the hardest thing to do in sports, and he said hitting a baseball. Well, it's the truest thing are, anyone's ever said in their entire lives. Are you saying the hardest thing in sports is the guy who hit 536 in World Series? Yeah. You're saying that's the hardest thing in sports? Because <laughs> he did it better than anyone who's ever played in World Series. Yeah, that last week, two weeks ago, last week he says he starts that mantra in his team, or he's, and it's personal. Yeah. And I go, damn it, that's so cool. <laughs> well, I mean, the Buffaloes really weren't playing like it was personal. No, that was a th- not I, to start. Yeah, they got the, exposed. The, the Rams were literally playing like it was personal, as that's some of the ugliest football in the first half I've seen in a while. That was their Super Bowl. There was a lot of personal foul penalties, a lot of uh, cheap shots. There it was. And so CSU many had 168 yards against them for penalties. Yeah, there's so many that didn't get called either. Oh, yeah. I think they just they had a in-house mantra that we're going to go out here play ugly because it's the only way we're going to beat these yeah. guys. And they executed the game plan about as close as they could have. Hunter has his liver busted open, comes back and plays because I guess forget having a doctor on site. Uh huh. And now he's out three or four weeks. Yeah, he didn't play the re- the whole rest of the game after that hit. He tried. Yeah. He had a lacerated, that means busted open, liver. You need that one. That's one of the ones. It's probably my favorite. As far as, <laughs> as, far as the one that I utilize the most. Yeah, it's as the far most as, important to my business. <laughs> you only who, need a third of it. As someone who goes <laughs> to Howie's often, I need mine. Yes, very much so. Howie and, Sports Page, come hang out with the boys tonight. We're watching two football games. Is it equal number of TVs? How does this work? Yeah, we'll have the game split up on all. Okay. We'll have the sound on the second game and do the halftime show of the second game. Okay. Well, I got Bryce Young jokes. So okay. Everyone who shows up. Also, if you're calling the program today, 505-246-0610. If you're texting the program today, Sports Animal Text Line, Sports Animal Hotline, 505-246-0610. Stop. Come to Howie's. Yep. Tell us. Tell it to my face. In person. Say it to my face, just like Colorado did to Colorado State. And not just regulation, not just one overtime, but a second overtime. And in that one, they were so dang intimidating, they get the eight points instead of the seven points. And then Colorado State just freezes to death because I guess it was getting cold in Boulder. I don't really know. 
It's the most exciting thing ever, and it breaks all the rules. He turned a football program around in one year. Well, he also had 80 transfers come with him. Well, yeah, so it's, that, it's that perfect storm of the transfer portal and NIL and everything kind of all converging at once, but he does it better than anybody else. Van I mean, told me he, he tripled, just tripled their wins. Van told me he just they signed Shohei. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's crazy. That's going to do great. He's still got eligibility. Yeah. He's, he could be the, quarter, the quarterback. Also, apparently, Dion ranks his kids. Are you guys familiar I with this? I love that. Very. You guys he's, know about He's this been story? doing this for years. Yeah, he used to have a reality before, TV show. Before the Coach Prime thing, he was ranking his children in real time on television. That's so sweet. That's incredibly impressive. Well, I'm glad that Fight he's... for daddy's love. I'm glad he's so successful and has access to great health insurance because their kids are going to need it. He just lets them get destroyed out there. They run around like fearless. How can you... Help me out, boys. Help me be a leader. How can you convince 100 adults, albeit young, dumb ones like Jake Cassio, how can you convince them to go out there and just try to die every Saturday? That's what his team does. Because they're fighting for NFL money and NIL money, too. Oh, there's so much truth to that. You know, I mean, that's why I like college sports so much is because, you know, you're seeing the future NFL guys and the guys who want to go to the NFL who are just going to be the future accountants and communication majors go to war with each other You're talking about general studies let's yeah. go uh my name is coach prime we now have general studies here at the <laughs> university of colorado yeah, uh-huh. and you will receive one college degree also one million dollars in nil money yeah and they turned they did a commercial for uh, boulder and it, it, literally every program is prime now prime science prime accounting i love it oh yeah no they're they're leaning into it hard and as well they should <sighs> the rebrand the prime numbers 21, sadly, is not a prime number. Straight up. His son in the on-field interview after the game with the giant hat and oversized sunglasses just to further prove the point. I mean, those almost had to stay hidden in the locker, but he was able to pull those out and have a little fun with that. If every player who wore a prime number, so what's that, 2, 3, 5, 7, 11, 13, well, you know what the prime numbers are. Yeah. If it just said prime on their backs instead. That'd be good. <laughs> be like, That'd be real good. This guy's really got it. He's got to figure it out here. I mean, it's a great story. It brings more attention to the sport. Like, now that we have somebody as interesting and captivating as Coach Prime and the players are finally getting paid again, this is the first season in a long time that I'm back in the college football. Well, they were always getting paid. Fans, I was, but it's public Just the now. good ones. That's a good point. Yeah, everyone get paid now. College football right now is, I think, as good as I've seen it in some time, and I think it's because of Deion Sanders. The lights are brighter. I mean, you got the same programs well, think, that are th- going to stuff 100,000 people in the stadium. And regionally, it's the biggest thing they got going. But nationally, I feel like it's back because of Prime, because of the superstars. If you get name, image, likeness money, you could just stay in college and make as much as you would in NFL. Correct. So they're going to start keeping the studs. College yeah. football if, has always been huge, yeah. though. It's always been huge. I mean, sure. especially SEC and Big Ten football. Yeah, that part that's you're a talking religion. about, yes. That's a religion for them. But I think the level of football has been elevated to more than just those top four teams like Alabama, Ohio State, all of those now. guys nowadays because one, the transfer portal and NIL money. Yeah. And now we're seeing that with Alabama and Nick Saban's getting exposed and he's not doing as hot as he was because he doesn't have the kids going to Alabama. Uh, what is it, 100, 128 weeks that Alabama was in the top ten and this is the first one that they haven't been? Yeah. Well, you know, there's about how well you can equal it. Like, I'll use my alma mater, Washington State. We're undefeated. We're ranked 21. We're putting up a ton of points. There's money on that field. Oh, yeah. Washington, no one wants to go to Pullman when, for no money. 
Right. Going, you, why would you skip U-Dub to go to Pullman? Right. You would not. Like, you go to Seattle. Now it makes sense. Now you can do that thing. And Colorado is another example of that. There's no good football in the Pac-12. There's really no Pac-12 anymore. Well, the Pac-12 the, the is pack. 10 for 10 right now, man. I mean, they're yeah. light, lights out. It's the last season of Pac-12 football, and they finally turned it all around. Well, I was talking to one of our regulars this weekend, and he's been he's a huge Colorado fan, has been for years. He's been coming in watching the Buffs every Saturday. Sure. I said, you got to be enjoying this. He goes, yeah, you know, I'm going to enjoy it for the next year or two until some college, one of the big schools comes with a bigger wallet and buys them out, and he's gone. Oh, I don't I think, think so. It's, I, think I, it's, I think it's Florida State or nobody. Yeah, Florida that, yep. State, yeah. yeah. See, honestly, but I don't think he's going to go to Florida State because uh, he it, was going to get the head coaching gig there, and now it's personal for him. Yeah, I, 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 I think at this point he snubs Florida State, and he'll go somewhere else at some point. I, I don't think that they're going to. Hey, I'll tell you this, though. Whatever admin, athletic director, president, whoever that snubbed him, as soon as they're out, welcome back. Just yeah. like Eric Dickerson and the Rams. Yeah. Like, as soon as, like, that change is made. A new regime. Yep. Because you never forget your alma mater. No, for sure. Yeah. I could have gave you a bunch of examples about schools. We could talk about UCLA's in the mix. Uh, Oregon State's in the mix. There's all kinds of examples of schools able to put money on the field that they haven't been able. I brought up Washington State. That's my alma mater. Mm-hmm. Like, you never, you never lose that energy, you know? Oh, yeah. So much college football talk. But Coach, Coach Prime, he literally pays for himself. When he got that huge contract from Colorado, I want to make this very clear. They did not have the money to do that. Right. The money that he got, the money that he was promised for the program, was not in the budget. They're like, it's Coach Prime. We're going to figure it, it out. Until he put it in the budget. Yeah. By, yeah. yeah. Well, the entire, like, economic region is just boom. Yeah, you know what oh, I mean? everyone's like, eating out now. Yeah, the, the economic the impact on the city yeah. has been huge. Well, and there's, there's the bigger one, too. I know we're up against Amory. I'm sorry. We're all over the place. And there's a bigger impact on it as well as they just got bumped to the noon game on Saturday. Mm. They're the Fox noon game. They are the feature game on Saturday. Yeah. They would never have been that in 100 years before this. Well, game day was, you know, it's, yeah. it's already. Yeah. Pat McAfee was the there. The Rock was there. Yeah. Offset the was there. Shout out to my young listeners. Who? A member of the Me- former member of the Migos. Rappers. He, Little uh, Wayne brought them out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did, did you see what the announcer said, too, at the beginning of the game? He's like, I don't know if I'm at the BET Awards right now or not. So <laughs> oh, my God. Did they come got out? some connotations. Did they yeah. come out to TI? Was it bring them out? Bring... Also, if you come out with The Rock to anything except for The Rock's entrance music, you're making the worst decision you've ever made in entrances. Mm-hmm. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? Is as poppable? Is any entrance that you could possibly find in the history of the world? I don't follow wrestling, and I don't really care about wrestling, except for, of course, Duke City Championship Wrestling. Thank you. But I know that song. Everyone knows that song. The second it comes on, it's like, oh, that's a rock song. The Rock came back uh, last Friday night to SmackDown. The ovation of the crowd. I'm at, I mean, guys, my arms were tired from the goosebumps I got from The Rock coming back on SmackDown. Also in Denver. Banger weekend <laughs> for sports. All NFL <laughs> talk for the remainder of this one. We're having so much fun today. Also... Congratulations to Duke City Championship Wrestling. Largest single-day ticket sales in the history of Duke City Championship Let's Wrestling. Well done. Well done. Announcing our October 19th show at our last show, which was last Thursday. We said a single-day single ticket sales. Um, there are zero seats available. That's kind of how this thing works Already out. sold out for the championship. Yeah, for the ladder mass championship at the historic El Rey. Those ticks are gone. You can get into that little second-tier area, which is very nice. Still nice. Yeah, but I had a group call me, and they asked for all of them. So here's what's up. Okay. Go right now. DCCWTickets.com. Get your tickets to October the 19th. It's the climb for the crown as we are 
crowning our champion off of a ladder match, Luke. I know you're going to be excited for that one. Cheering either Hobo Hank or the tumultuous Turbo Tony. Turbo that's three T's. In a showdown. <laughs> Look at Jake loves it. I love him. I like the villains. In a showdown at the Historic El Rey Theater. Don't forget, if you're supporting Duke, Duke City Championship Wrestling, you are sliding money into Daddy's pockets. Moving forward, I'm referred to as Daddy. By one person. A. Murray. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely not. But. Can I call you Pops? Van will get you with all the friends, supporters, and sponsors of the program whenever we get back. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. This oh. The block is hot. Back live from Howie Sports Page. Van, who makes this program go around? Oh, my goodness. You know we start. As always, with our friends John Lopez, real estate, Let's Cole Banker Legacy, who we're in their studio right now. Yes. We're at Howie Sports Page. We are. The only place to be on Monday night. Mm-hmm. Where am I going to be tomorrow? We're going to be at the Duke's team store, Okay, I'm into that. I'm yeah. super into that. Come, come get your Duke's merch, the best merch in town. You can get Duke's merch, Lobo's merch, uh, Duke City Championship about Wrestling to be, merch. We're about to make a big announcement. We're really excited. And you get the limited edition Mike Piazza Pizza Pack. Oh, yeah. Dude, I, got, I got so many compliments on that 90s throwback mm-hmm. Mike Piazza shirt on Friday. Yeah. I absolutely crushed it. I wore a pair of Air Penny 2s to Duke City Championship Wrestling last Thursday. Yeah. Nice pair of blue jeans, suit jacket, little patterned shirt. Thought I looked the part. There were probably 400 people there. I got complimented from one. Two counting me. <sighs> I specifically said nothing about the shoes when i saw you i specifically <laughs> told you to buy the penny t- uh ones no that's a superior shoe air penny two is the far superior shoe it's not even close you know what you can do with some air pennies you could play on team i9 thank you or you can put those pennies on and start your day at the ymca I like i well. did today do a little deadlift you could also wear your air penny twos and your jeans and your shirt and your blazer yes to get lunch and a milkshake at 66 diner deal they're all great things. Unless it's past 5 o'clock because that's New Mexico's hour and New Mexico's vodka. Tell her vodka. Luckily, your air pennies are closed-toed shoes, and you could wear those every Thursday to ABQ Axe. That's what we're doing this Thursday? Yeah, we'll give you seven fifty yeah. off per person, per hour, per lane. Three-hour-long banger on Thursday is it's day game baseball for the Albuquerque Isotopes, so we will be there for that. Got it? Yes, all day. Good. Biggest takeaway from the NFL weekend, boys. Don't count Baker out. Oof. Oof. Okay. Wasn't Coming in one. hot. That's where yeah. we're going. We're going um, Baker first. This is Baker's best team ever. I mean, oh, okay. Oklahoma, yeah. Oklahoma, I would say, probably. But. <laughs> yeah, Mike, nah, better. Mike, even Mike better Evans than Oklahoma. Mike Evans' uh, argument to get paid. Yeah, Mike Evans. I mean, the, he has the wide receiver core, he, and I could see them winning the NFC South. Somebody has to. They're he all also garbage. has not talked about enough, Mike Evans. He's just incredible his stats are ridiculous every year last handful of years just ridiculous the only time you talk about mike evans is when you say he hasn't been talked about enough yep that's a good one that's a super good one you guys are both being very kind you're both very wrong it is the absolute disaster the dumpster that is the city of denver as they represent football oh man the the denver broncos knew this though did we know that last year against the washington guardians that's a good team man that's a great defense and do not sleep on Sam Howell. They gave 33 points up he to good. the Booty Broncos. They're yeah, not but that last defense. one was a, a Hail Mary. Well, yeah. we, we talked earlier that, about that adjustment. Week two, week two. Russell Wilson in the first half is passing like he's like 80% completion rate or better. And in the second half, he's like low 50s. 
he's just when it's when it's scripted when it's in front of him he can he's he's doing okay but as soon as that second half and it's time to kind of improvise a little bit he just doesn't have it anymore he's been terrible that's, in the second half that's a long-winded answer for we need jared stidham yes that's exactly what that is well you beat me to it freddie fame because i think you if paid too much Rus- if russell wilson doesn't win next week in dominant fashion against a way better team on the road i think the following week the Jared Stidham era starts. Week five. Well, no, they, no, I don't they're care. Pay, they're paying Russell way care. too much week money five, to put him on five. the bench. Give him way a couple too much weeks, money. Five weeks and then bench him. It's wild to me how you two both claim to love football so much and know so very little about it. That's what? not true. That it's is week, false. It's overreaction week two. Uh, you, don't, you don't just put him in next week after you overpaid a veteran Super Bowl winning quarterback. You wait five weeks. See if he adjusts, and if not, then you bench him. They're going to wait at least by week 10. I guess that would be the irony of it because his rookie year, they the Seahawks had just signed Matt Flynn to a big contract, yeah. and everybody said there's no way this rookie's going to play when they're paying this quarterback all this money, and uh, he ended up having all the success, so it may yeah. come back around the other way on him now. Yeah. You guys think it's the quarterback's fault when Jerry Judy just stands out there for 60 plays? But Jerry Judy's like one of the bigger busts of the last like five years. They man. have no one. Marvin yeah. Mims Jr. looked great. Cortland Sutton wasn't right. really active, but he's good. And that defense Marvin, is pretty solid. Marvin Mims Jr. because there's no one else doing anything. He's not good because he's good. He's a He's rookie. good because no one else is there. This the is, same thing's happening in L.A. right now with the Rams. This is a Nuka bigger. Nuka? This is a, a Puka Laduka is his name. Oh, I thought it was Puka <laughs> He's a better. Poor no, guy. You got a, a super wrong. Is it's Nuki, Nuki, Nuki Lapuki. Yes. Direct cousins. Puka Laduka. It's a Pokemon name. This is a more of yeah, an Pikachu. indication that Pete Carroll is a fantastic coach than Russell Wilson's a bad quarterback. Because Russell Wilson has always been a bad quarterback. He was just in Pete Carroll's superior system. So Sean, look, what Pete, look what Pete Carroll did to Geno Smith. So Sean Payne isn't going to do anything. He's not a good coach. Correct. He, I no, mean, he's, he's not that good. I don't yeah, think that, you, can argue, you can that's already what see his frustration. Argue. You can already see Payton's frustration with Wilson. I mean, he was frustrated with him at the beginning of the season yeah. with the private office, and then he literally told Russell Wilson, you got to be stopped being so concerned about being oh a good gosh. person. You guys are missing the most obvious one. We're not going to chase the spotlight like the New Jersey Jets. <laughs> That's the Sean Payton problem. He is booty and garbage and a weird Trump supporter. i got zero to do with Sean Payton when it comes to winning. He's not a winner. Players don't like him. That's because of his belief system off the field. He's a loser. That is not true, by the I, way. I'm looking at it. I'm seeing it. I mean, he could be a winner if he was in like a Kenny Chesney lookalike contest. That's yeah. a good Maybe one. if he had one, one more Super Bowl. It's nothing to do with his politics. Okay. Crazy. Player, that's real to players. Yes, it's very real. 100% real. They're not going to play. They're not going to play their hearts out for you. And no. Not for that, dude. Said, I think that's January six stormers are a bunch of good old boys letting off some steam. Yep. I think that's a big reason you see a lot of the, the coaching staffs going to a youth movement with coaches. Yep. When I was growing up, it was the same 30 coaches that just recycled throughout teams. Right. And all of a sudden, the last 10 years, McVeigh and all these, there's been this youth movement where you got coaches on, that have guys older than them on the roster. Yep. And it's because they're more player relatable, I guess. I don't disagree at all. Like, yeah, give me, give me McDaniel, give me McVeigh over McDaniel. any of these dinosaurs. <laughs> well, me, and I also, Ted Lasso. Yeah. I also heard Sean Payton oh, thought that Jerome Cab's performance yeah. of Eminem was stupid. So that I heard too. I don't know if that part's true, but I heard it. Where we get back, more two men on live from Howie's Sports Page, ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten, home of Monday, Thursday, and Sunday night football. Luke Markwith, Juliet, start this thing over. Welcome back, Luke Markwith, with us, and we are Luke Mark with with us. Did I get that right? Well done. 
Take three, yes. Took Perfect. a while. Here at Howie Sports Page, let's go. Yes. Right. Kickoff is at 515, so that's just 18 minutes from now. And we will have glizzies out in minutes from now. And it's the Monday Night Football spot all night, every night, all the way up until December the 18th, the last Monday before Christmas. Yes. And then, then we'll just come and hang out for the playoffs and stuff because we super love that anyways. What, uh, what else are we missing, Luke, here at Howie's? Another, we had another great weekend of football. It's yep. nice to have the, the two games tonight, so we'll do our, our little halftime festivities of the second game, give people a chance to get out here and join. Yeah, got some giveaways, including some two men on apparel. Ooh, so that's, yes. that's not from us. That's from Howie's. Limited edition. It's a, well, it's a season three Season edition. three, yeah, baby. I mean, I just kind of just give them out all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about selling it. Yeah, the, the number of ex-girlfriends in me and Van's life that have two men on shirts is too many. <laughs> it's a lot. It's the equivalent of the Derek Jeter autographed ball the next morning. See, I don't, I don't give t-shirts away to the girls I know I'm going to break up with. Yes, because you're never going to get them in public and have them wearing the shirt. Oh, good point. They're just going to, like, when you know they burn in Kaepernick jerseys out there. They're yeah. just all these ladies are burning <laughs> two men on shirts. I had a, I had a friend recently send me a friend of the show shirt selfie from. Years ago, uh-huh. the, the, AB, the ABQ Central shirt when we did the other show, the friend just said friend of the show real big on it. Yep. It's, it's a banger shirt. It's a super good design. I'm sure we'll bring it back sometime in the future. And I go, oh, uh-huh. I missed that shirt. And you, give me a call. I didn't say that part. That part's not true. We'll come get you a shirt is what you're saying. Here at Howie Sports. At Howie Sports. Yes. Halftime raffle. We're giving stuffs away. Come get stuffs. Obviously, Freak Lizzie's full kitchen menu and they got Bud Light pitchers boys so we can get those as well don't forget during the five o'clock hour it's New Mexico's vodka teller vodka I know we got to grab the break before we do though Joe Burrow sucks he's the worst quarterback in the NFL he will not win a game the rest of the season and his loss to the Ravens uh, not just broke him as a human being it broke that team and they might go winless go he shouldn't have played yet. They, he's not fully healthy. That's yeah, what they—they they shouldn't have played him yet. I know they that, paid him, and, they, and I, want, I know he wanted to get paid, but they should not have played him for the first four weeks. Should not have paid him. Correct. Played him. Not. No, I think they should have paid him, not played him. Mm, it's not worth a dollar. Injured. He's still. He's still got the Joe Burr in there somewhere. Yeah, this, that's but as of as of now, it's like, it's not even present. His body language is bad. He's the way hurt. he's interacting he's with his teammates. Calf hurts. He can he's barely hurt. stand on it right yeah. now. Yeah, he's hurt. Why don't you just say, "Give me a couple weeks off." He's no, probably guys, got a grade three calf strain. Right I don't now. know if you guys heard anybody, but she five times in a row said he's hurt. He's over hurt. and over again, like we were having a. You want to see what happens with Aaron Rodgers? That's the same thing that happens with a calf injury. That's no, it's not. He's hurt. He's not hurts. That's what it is. The no, good that's not quarterback. what I said. Yes. Jalen Hurts isn't playing that good either. Yeah. You don't have to play good Two to wins. beat the Bengals. You uh, know how I know I watched. Joe Burrow sucks. Get him off the field forever. Cut him from the roster. No. Bring in actual talent. There are backups in this league like Gardner Minshew that should be starters. You know how I know that? I watched him. I love NFL football. More of it whenever we get back. <laughs> What do you want my hot takes on Tyreek Hill saying dumb stuff? Let's just go mostly scores and performance today. We'll break down stories throughout the rest of the week. Love that. Two men on 95.9 FM and AN 610. The Sports Animal.